before I continue, I want to say happy Halloween to everybody. Definitely fun. And I am here with two people from One Act and co-host Mrs. Barber. Hello. I'm here with Derek Foster being the stage manager for Orientation or One Act for Jits. Yo. And I'm here with Tempest Richardson. Holly. She plays Helen. Okay, okay, that's okay. She plays Helen, who's a little bit obsessed with a certain state, but I'll I'll Mm -hmm. let Tempest fill everyone in on that. Anyways, uh, we have a great episode in store for you guys today. As I said, this is our uh, JITS competition for one act. This happens every Mm. single competition season. Like I said, Derek Foster has to run the entire show is here as well. Yeah. This doesn't sound like a lot of fun. Eh. It's it's better when people listen to me. All right. Well, I think we should just move on straight forward. <laughs> Welcome to the world of a director. All right. So we have a few questions. I'm going to rotate. I have to say this every single time. We have a few questions for you guys. Uh, we're gonna, me and Miss Barbara are going to rotate through questions. So I want to I want to start off with Derek because you play a large large por- like portion in the technical side of things. So what exactly is the stage manager doing? Because I do know that the stage manager is normally the person who like runs it while the show is going but are you going to have any guidance from mrs barber like we did somewhat last year miss barber's the director so it's more of when she finds characterization issues or something like that she'll go over that um my real position is this is to write down what everyone was doing wrong and then tell them that later so critique them yes constructively or just straight up criticism kind of both uh but preferably from a director's uh perspective you get a lot further with uh, constructive criticism. So basically, if Derek sees something that is not um, that is not going to go with what I have as for the vision, because he's watched me go over notes before to let people know what I expect, um, he will make those notes. He will coach people on how to do better with what they're with what they're doing, which it's worked out really well. It's it's been quite impressive to watch. It's very it's very nice. You do need a good stage manager to run a play. And I've heard I've heard I've heard rumors Uh-oh. about that you have to run it completely on your own during one act. Yes and no. I have Natalie who butts in a couple times, but you know, that's really helpful because I don't know I was supposed to talk there. Oh <laughs> yeah. Um so Basically, the thing about one act is that I can direct it, but um, once their time starts to set up the stage and perform and all that, I can have nothing to do with it. I just get to sit in the audience and, you know, wait anxiously hope for, for the, the 40 minutes and hope and hope that nothing goes wrong, hope that um, hope that everything goes uh, goes well. But I think it's in capable hands with Derek and Natalie, and we've also got Raquel and Devin who, um, who do an awesome job. So um, I'm really not too... Uh, too worried about i think we got a really good tech crew to run this um i'm very because i would sadly i would i would come but i couldn't i have a wedding to attend to so sad family family, like why why i'm I'm not i'm not gonna say anything controversial but i do have to say (laughs) that theater is definitely sometimes better than family and vice versa well weddings are weddings are important weddings are important important in the step of your lifetime not all right let's uh let's move on to tempest here uh so what role do you play again i play helen the um girl that is obsessed with rhode island like a lot (laughs) very and uh i kind of want to ask the same thing who do you feel like how do you feel uh, this cuts more into it how do you feel you're doing 
as Helen so far? Um, it's a little hard to stay in character, like, throughout the whole play, because there's a lot of background things that you have to do in order to keep the it going. So, yeah, that's... It's, it's hard, but I, I think it's going to work out. I've heard the same thing from uh, Yovan and Tatiana whenever they were on here for the Christmas Carol episode. They said it was very hard to stay in characterization, not exactly for the same reason, but definitely because of the actions that they had to like play. And I feel like that kind of ties into what you're saying. A lot of the background stuff... I'm guessing here that you have to do is probably a lot more challenging to stay in that character persona. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, because they have to be out there on stage with limited time off, and it's pretty much they're there the entire time. 35 minutes, they're on there. They're pretending to be other people, and they are not being nice to each other. It's <laughs> Yeah, it's a very chaotic kind of thing yeah i mean it's it's controlled chaos it's not please don't misunderstand it's controlled chaos because last time we had grace um grace ibarra she plays sophia she she was trying to hug the germaphobe and started walking like a zombie so (laughs) what happened was the entire cast was running from her behind the scenes and that was eventful (laughs) (laughs) sounds a lot more okay all right. rehearsal, rehearsal is interesting with the one-act crew. <laughs> yeah, Interesting is an interesting way to divide it. It's never a dull moment. Divine, not divine. divine. It's never a Define. dull moment. Define. Ne- it's never a dull moment. Yeah, it's never. never. <laughs> so um, so tell us a little bit about your uh, your character, Tempest. Like what's, so, uh, what, um, what makes you uh, unique? Because you are one of eight unique people in this show. Um, yes. Uh, actually, like I said, she's very obsessed with Rhode Island, so, um, she progressively gets crazier, like most of the characters, about this state, and in the background, she's, like, trying to, like, get back home, kind of, like, in a way, like, trying to contact someone to get her back. Because she's like, no, I hate this place. It's horrible. It's disgusting. And I want to go back. So that's kind of my character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I, I'm not going to spoil it because I feel like. Well, um, half the people here won't be going. Don't worry. Yeah. Because, because of how like dramatic you have a tendency to, your character, I should say, has a tendency to be. Oh, and you. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. she, she, she can be, but that's. That's a good thing. That's not a bad thing. Um, but uh, but the thing with your character, um, is there a point where she just gets so like over the top where um, another character has to like intervene with uh, with you? Um, yeah, kind of. I would imagine because I do get dragged off of. Uh, you know, the front, so um, I do fall on the ground and get dragged. Um, who, who drags you? <laughs> Jamie or Kenzie, so <laughs> that was, that's a fun part of the show. Yeah, um, it's, it's quite humorous watching Mackenzie drag you off while she's asking someone else, so do you have any separation issues? Yeah. <laughs> I think she was talking to Chase, yeah. who was played by uh, Rosabelle Schultz for that one. <laughs> All right, so since I'm more of a tech nerd myself than an actual acting geek, and since you're a stage manager, uh, what are some of the positions that they are doing uh, in the booth? 
personally, I got lights. I have lights. You have um, sound. Um, there will there will be no microphones in this, so we have to pray that everyone talks loudly. Yes. So, so you have the. I know that Rosebell's quite a quiet person. Have you been able to try and get her to project? Well, it's more of when she talks, it's like no one else is talking for me, because she does have a large scene at the end where stuff happens. Um, very long monologue. Rosabelle, I think she can handle it. Rosabelle has gotten better about being um, louder. In fact, a lot of them, a, a lot of the actors have. We have one or two that we're still working on getting them to be vocally louder. Um, but like, uh, like, like Derek said, there are no microphones on this stage, so we literally have to rely on vocal projection to have the lines being said. But um, Devin Woods, she is going to be our booth tech for this, so she'll be running both the lights um, and the sound, which by sound, I just mean she's going to be um, initiating any sound effects or music that we might have. Same thing that I, it was the first thing I ever did uh, whenever I came into the theater program. I was in tech theater last year, and I was, and she said, "Hey, there's the uh, I think it was the orchestra concert, and like we want you to do the." I was like, "Hey, positions!" So I went there. It was the first thing I ever did. I also played music for the musical theater concert that was like the two first things i ever did inside the theater program they were the most fun besides little mermaid yeah the tech the tech side of theater can be fun i think some people grossly underestimate it um there's a lot of fun things to be had uh tempest i'm gonna go back to you for a minute can you tell us a little bit about some of your uh about some of your fellow cast members um a little bit about what their personalities are, what um, what the audience is going to end up seeing on Saturday when uh, when we perform. So one weirdos, hundred percent weird. Yeah. Hey, but you know, theater geeks are weird. Yeah, I can so attest. There is a home for everybody. It fits them quite well. Um, I'm pretty Whoa. sure Miss Barbara did a great job casting this because we have um, Brenna, who is the insane germaphobe, who's like all like never you can never see her touching anyone, and like it's probably a little more than insane because at the end she's like wiped on that table like cause it's it's really a lot of fun watching Brenna just like be really into her character sometimes, but then sometimes on the other hand she's not yelling. <laughs> what it's supposed to be. No, what about the uh, the character of Isabel, which is played by our our troop president, um, Laura Sullivan? What uh, um, what's what's her she, deal? She is the um like gamer, like I'm pretty <gasps> sure. Yeah, yeah, she's uh, in, like obsessed with this like online game, War of Glocken. I'm pretty sure Warriors, Warriors, Warriors of Glocken. Yeah, Warriors of Glocken, and it's um. It's she gets into addictive. this big thing with Sophia where they like start going on and on and on because and then at the end Sophia starts tickling her and she drops her phone. It's like this whole thing. Um yeah, she she flips out. <laughs> yeah. I don't blame her. If I dro- if, if somebody out. if somebody tickled me and I dropped my phone, there If someone some tickled me, situation. there'd be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if some if someone touches me to tickle me and I don't know they're tickling me, uh there's going to be a major issue. I'd be pretty concerned if someone was tickling people yeah. in general at school. So. <laughs> Uh, is it is Public it based is it so, so wait, so wait, as more of a question for all of you? Is it based in school? 
based. Yes. What does that it, mean? Uh, like, 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 is it is the setting mainly in school? Yes. It's, no. It's college. It's college. So it's yes, in a dorm. So yes That's and not. no. It's it's college. It's right before the uh, it's right before the start of the school year. So you have Michelle and Jamie, um, played by Ava Kearney and uh, Mackenzie Rollins, who are trying to match up these um, these eight different personalities um, that are going to be roommates for the year. So um, messed up. Yeah, so you, we've already told you about a few of these personalities, so you can imagine the germaphobe, the uh, the Rhode Island obsessor. The touchy um, one. The touchy one. We have someone from Alaska who literally graduated with two other people from Borkstown High School, I guess. So, yeah, we've we've got some interesting... Uh, Got some interesting personality mingling going on. Just saying. Uh, who, who Just saying. Wrote, who, uh, sorry, wrote uh, Orientation? Uh, it is by Ian McWethy. Oh, my. He, he, he did it. He did it correct. From, from what I've heard so far, if I was there, it would be a good laugh. I, I think it's going to be enjoyable. Um, we I wanted to do it a few years ago and actually gave the troupe the option of this one or Selfie. Um, and they decided that Selfie would have been, was a better fit for the, the people involved. So I'm very happy that we get to do it because this this it really is a good show when it's done uh, when it's done well and I think we have a, a really good cast for that. So does uh, for anybody who wants to come who's listening to this, is there by chance is it like a public open or is it you need to be inside of the troop to be able to see it? Um, it is open to the public. They do um, day passes for fifteen dollars um, that you can buy at the door. Um, I don't uh, space. I guess is kind of limited. Um, but as far as I know, there's no restrictions on it. Um, we do have quite a few parents and um, family members of the cast that will be that will be there to watch. And I think as of now, there's supposed to be at least four or five other troops that we'll get to watch throughout the day as well. So it's really All right. Funny. So I do. So I do like. So after j- we destroy these troops, what exactly are we going to use to gloat them? We're not gonna destroy anybody, and we're we're not gonna we're gloat. not gonna we're not gonna gloat. We're not gonna be. Uh, Total jerks. Yeah, that's not that's not how, that's not how we do things. That's not how we do things. My my goal for this show is to get straight superiors. Um, we always have the tech judge who doesn't like us for some reason. We have a good way around that though. We I hope so. I thought we had a good way around it two years ago, and he still dinged us for something. So I don't know. Um, so my hope is uh, my hope is that we get straight superiors. I would love to get critics' choice, which means we would get to go perform again at state. But um, I mean, I, you never know. These judges are very serious, puffy. They're just interesting. That's all I can say. They're well intentioned, but um, I, I question them sometimes. Because because I think I think what they really picture is very different i think they put because don't you can never underestimate a middle schooler especially one who's very very into theater but i feel like they have such just such a high standard for these people it's i I just don't think it's right um i don't know there's i I think i don't think there's a problem with holding students to a high standard um when it comes to this but the thing that some judges um tend to forget especially at more for more at ie than one act um, is that they seem to forget that without middle school thespians, you don't have any high school thespians to judge because we're the you know we're where a lot of thespians get their start at least here in Florida um, is junior thespian troops. So I think some judges tend to forget that sometimes in their criticism, or they don't think through the more obvious um, the more obvious reasons of why we made certain choices to character, costume, and all that stuff. 
so, so you are so I heard so I do know that IE you can't costume anybody is so is it so one act is costumes correct one act you can have costumes makeup um you can have props uh but you you cannot bring in your own set pieces so you can't bring in like any furniture or anything like that you actually have um different ramps and cubes and pillars that um can get quite heavy that people actually have to bring out onto the stage to be used um you also have some chairs and tables as well so we um we'll be using mainly the tables and chairs we may or may not use the two pillars for a banner saying like welcome to whatever we decide to call the school because we get a little bit of levity with that yorkshire no, I actually already have a name. I just can't remember what it is off the top of my head. It's going to be Yorkshire now. No, it's not. <laughs> Sorry, Froggy. You, uh, I tried. You don't, that's not your call, my dear. I tried. All right. Uh, Crazy High. What? Crazy High? No. It's a college, dear. Um, Crazy College. Crazy Collage. M- Monsters College. That doesn't make any sense. Oh, my God. Cuckoo. Cuckoo. What Cuckoo the? for Cocoa yes. Puffs. Cuckoo. Oh, well. Cuckoo would be an um, amazing name for a college. I would totally go there. I wouldn't. It could be an acronym. Like, oh, let's see. So, so this, this seems very obvious. You guys remember your lines, right? I don't um, have lines. Oh, no, I mean, not you. I'm talking more towards Tom I'm, I'm like 97% off book, so. Good. We do have a couple people who are off book right now, and they're doing a very good job. Except for little little areas, but that is being worked out as we speak. And where do you? How confident are you that you're gonna put on the best show that you physically can put on? Um. So I'm pretty confident. It's just in rehearsal, it gets a little. I'm not as social. Yeah, not as like high energy as I would be actually on stage. It's understandable. I think. I think rehearsal, but. Just in my, from what happened last year, I feel like you should be the same amount of energy in rehearsal as you actually are on the stage because it prepares you for what's to come. If, if you don't want to do that and you just go all out on the stage, that's good too. It's, it's kind of different. It's kind of different for everybody. I've had students, um, I've had students that, you know, in rehearsal that's, you know, they're so somber and, you know, they're not as energetic as I would like them to be. And then magically, when the lights come on and you know the adrenaline starts pumping, it's it's like a complete 180. So it just it's different for uh, it's different for every actor. But um, I, I know what Tempest is able to do. I know what all these actors are able to do. And um, and uh, while what I've seen in rehearsal is really good, um, I think it's going to be even more impressive on Saturday when uh, when everything when everything actually happens because there's just something about getting to the performance where you just get amped up. Yeah, there's definitely, especially with the way the judges have to critique you, you definitely have a lot more adrenaline going on. Same way, I think for Mrs. Barber, whenever, for one actually, it's just sit there and pray to God that it's actually, you guys do it. It's right? actually very useful that she's sitting over there, because then she can tell us if we were actually loud. Yeah, I, I you know, I, I don't I don't pull any punches when uh, when it comes to... When it comes to critiquing, but if I've done if I've done my job correctly as the director, then um, then if a then if, if an actor knows something wasn't quite right, they will they will self evaluate and they'll be like, okay, I I realized that probably didn't go as well as I had hoped, um, but so far I, that really hasn't been an issue in any one act that we've done. Everyone's been 
pretty much above expectation. So on par and above, pretty much. Yeah, that's that's good. And how? Okay, and Derek, how do you feel as stage manager? How 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 do you feel preparation wise? Like, what's how do you feel you're going to be able to manage this, and how confident are you in that? Well, I believe that it may not have been the best choice to put me as stage manager, <laughs> but <laughs> but I feel like I can do a good job when times get tough. Because that was literally my entire campaign as vice president. Like, I'm a terrible person, but please, I can do good. See, I, I ran for vice president against him. And, I mean, I had an entire, like, PowerPoint with, like, my message on it. And this yes, man, yep. who goes up on stage, like, sits there slumped over and is like, hey, so, like, I'm not the best candidate, but I'm definitely going to help you through the hardest times. And we went through a tie vote, and eventually they voted Derek. And I'm secretary now, which I'm still very appreciative for. I like being secretary. I ran against him for secretary. Yeah. Yeah, I also, I also, I was going to run for everything, and I was just like, treasurer. No. Wait, I don't think we could have gone, I, I don't think we could have gone wrong with any combination of the people who ran for office. Um, everyone was, everyone's actually really well qualified and i think no matter who is in what office anyone would have done a good job so i, th- I, think, I still I find think... it funny i still find it funny that flotsman jetsam are the vice president and president yeah that is kind of interesting the uh, the eels from little mermaid last year are in charge of everything and, and then the sound that. technician hail hydra <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't it be like hail ursula no it's yeah. hail hydra we decided Hail Hydra. Okay, that that makes a lot more sense yeah. than just saying Hail Ursula. It's very. So, so we're getting into like what Captain America now. It's called the Red Skull. Okay. Well, oh. He was in the first Captain America movie. All right. I think. Uh, I don't think he we... was. Hydra was in there. Thank you. The Red Skull dude was in there too. Dude. This, uh, yeah, he was not a dude. We're, we're cutting this out. <laughs> One hundred percent cutting this out. <laughs> We're so off topic right now. It's not yes, yeah. we are. It happens. Th- um, so, Tevis, tell me a little bit. Um, how do you how do you feel th- your um, how do you feel your fellow cast members are doing like with everything? I think they're doing great, especially Kenzie, because I know she was very stressed out about like doing all of this in JITS. <sighs> Anyways, okay. <laughs> um, I feel I um, I'm actually really happy that she like got through that and that she um, was able to get over that and start focusing more on like her what she was doing in that rehearsal. So yeah, I think I, I do second that she is doing an amazing yeah. job. She's yeah. handling personally. It very well. She is my there, favorite character. There, oh yeah, <laughs> we, yeah that. Kind Convert. Okay, oh and we're we're gonna move on from that. <laughs> y'all, y'all can listen to that past episode. Hey, but guess what, everybody? Uh, I want to thank everybody for actually listening. I looked at the analytics. We've had a lot of like plays, good feedback. I'm really appreciative. Also, we're on Twitter now. Woo! Yeah, https colon slash slash twitter dot com slash wmstt podcast. We're also followed by like a fifty six point four thousand followed uh, Twitter account called Cast Pods. Uh, I might debate over if we want to move over to there and like have some more episodes published on there. Cast Barber, right I'll, I'll think about it. Anyway, uh, I want to thank I want like I said, want to thank everybody for being here. Thank you, Miss Barber, for co-hosting. Thank you. Um, I want to add in also um, tune it. Be sure to tune in next week um, because uh, we are probably going to be bringing in a few more of the cast 
to um, talk about what it was like to do one act and how things went and discuss how everything goes. And in the future weeks, we will actually be talking to a couple of people who are doing IE, which is the individual exhibition, because that's our next competition coming up um, after one act. This is on November 20th. Um, and hey. we'll also be bringing on a few more members of the Christmas Carol cast and the Footloose cast. So and we also might be bringing on our principal as one of the co-hosts. Possibly. It might happen. But you never know. Mr. Ex- G is so busy. I hope we can get him on at some Ex- point. Expect the unexpected. Yes. Um, Maybe. All right. Well, I think we're going to call it there. Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween. Thanks, everybody. And we'll, uh, we'll see you next week. Adios. Bill. Bill.